0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the presentation of the Deutz nine-month results. My name is Christian Ludwig. I'm Head of Communications and Investor Relations at Deutz. Before we start, please have a quick look at our disclaimer, which gives you an idea about the forward-looking statements made in this document. To kick it off, I would like to walk you through our key operational and strategic developments of the first nine months. New orders stood at 1.5 billion, basically flat year-over-year, but the book to bill ratio after nine months was at 1.09. Unit sales showed a nice growth of 13% for the classic Deutsch engines, 130,875 units. And even better, our revenues grew by 19% to 1.39 billion due to the fact that we were able to push through some price increases, which increased the value per engine. Our adjusted EBIT increased by 35 million after nine months to 65.9 million, which gives us an adjusted EBIT margin of 4.7% an improvement of 2.1 percentage points versus the same period last year. And after the strong first nine months, we were able to announce a guidance for the full year 2022. Our new revenue goal is now 1.75 to 1.85 billion. And we believe our EBIT margins will be in the corridor of 4.5 to 5% for the full year. Also, we were able to make some nice progress with our hydrogen strategy. We joined the HiSET research program, to which I will comment a little bit later. And also very important for the company, our leadership team is now complete again. The supervisory board completed the restructuring of our board of management with the announcement of two new additions, which I will also talk to a little bit later. And finally, we were able to have another successful Deutsch Days. The 2022 event presented more than 100 customers with a lot of innovative products at the Korean in Stockstadt. Before we go into details of our nine-month results, I'd also like to give you a quick update on our Powering Progress strategy program. As I told you before, we have four priority areas of action. Priorities, performance, potential, and passion. In three of those four segments, we have been able to achieve some nice progress. But most important for us, and for the capital markets at the moment, is the performance bucket. If you look at our key performance initiative we have been able to gradually pass on the price increases that we are experiencing in the markets. This is energy prices, raw material prices, logistic costs, and product costs. On average, we need eight to 12% price increases in our new engine business to keep our margins stable. We have established a process to spread this burden of rising cost materials for the short term, and we continue to monitor the development of the cost trends. This is a dynamic process established for the structuring of pricing going forward. This will gradually help to ease the pressure on profits arising from higher procurement. Also, we are happy to announce that we have some nice progress with our hydrogen strategy. We joined the HySES Research Project Consortium with key partners like BMW, DHL, Total Energies, or Volvo Group. The aim of this research project is to develop trucks fitted with hydrogen combustion engines to be trialed in transportation logistics. Our part in this program is to develop two 18 ton trucks fitted with our Deutz 7.8 liter hydrogen engine. These trucks will be put to use in our own internal logistics. The investment volume subsidized by the German government is 19.5 million and the project term is four years. So this means that with our hydrogen engine, we're also back in the on-road segment. And then we were able to announce that the reorganization of the board of management has been completed. Besides our two existing board members, Sebastian Schulte as CEO and Markus Müller, our CTO and now also Chief Sales Officer, we are happy to announce the addition of Dr. Petra Meyer, who has taken over the role of Chief Operating Officer as of November 1st, and Timo Kutov, who will join us as CFO starting December 1st. Also, an important topic for us has been securing our energy supply going forward. There are a lot of discussions about potential gas rationing. And we have taken some measures to be prepared if push comes to shove. For the Cologne pot side, preparations are complete for switching to heating supply from gas if this is necessary in the short term. And for the Ulm side, we are looking at alternative concepts to switch liquefied petroleum gas, which will be completed by the end of the year. Also, a large suppliers are being monitored closely. But we have to admit, for the subsuppliers, we have only limited visibility. So here it is not quite clear how the supply chain will hold up if really gas rationing comes into place. Overall, Deutsch is increasingly focused on using green energy. We're using green electricity at all Deutsch sites. We have first photovoltaic systems installed in Cologne ports, and others are going to be added to that. Also on our Spanish site, we have now two photovoltaic systems installed. Our overall CO2 target stands, we want to reduce our CO2 by 61% by 2023 based on 2019. Then also a quick glance at the Deutsch Days 2022. This in-house fair, which we did at a partner site in Koreum in Strukshat, presented a lot of new developments on the alternative drive-time sites. You can get a glance of e-drives, as well as our Deutsch hydrogen engine on the right-hand corner. As you can see, we have a broad variety of alternative drives now available. And we talked to a lot of customers how we can install these in their machines in the next coming years. Now back to the numbers. If you look at the results for the first nine-month period, as I said before, new orders increased only slightly by 0.4% to 1.52 billion. Much more important for us is that the unit sales rose strongly. With a 16.5% growth overall, we are now at 169,000 units compared to 145,000 a year ago. And also important for us, the classic Deutsch engines showed a nice growth of 13% to 130,000 units. This is also reflected in our revenue development. With plus 19%, revenues grew to 1.395 billion at the end of September. This deviation to the unit sales is clearly driven by higher average sales prices. Our average engine price rose by roughly 6% to 8,200 euros after nine months. If you look at Q3 isolated, we were even up at 8,800 euros average sales price for our classic book engines. Um, the rise of unit sales were driven by all major applications and also the two biggest regions, EMEA and Americas. Our orders on hand stood at 830 million as of September 30th. And if you have a look in detail at the revenue breakdown per region and per application segment, you can see that Europe remains by far our strongest segment with a nice growth of almost 30%. Germany was a little bit stronger with a growth of 18% the strongest reason by far were the Americas this year so far with a growth of 52%, mainly driven by the material handling segment and also stationary equipment to application segments that grows very strongly. But you also see that in Asia-Pacific, due to the weakness in the Chinese market, we're seeing a much slower growth than the other regions. So that's why the share of Asia-Pacific and our overall revenue breakdown declined by two percentage points. Looking at the application segments, our biggest segment, the construction industry, had a nice growth of 14.4%. But as I said before, material handling, agricultural machinery, and also the stationary equipment, although small, had significantly higher rates. And the construction segment, we're seeing already a slight slowdown due to the rumors about recessionary fears kind of looking into next year. Also very important for us was that the service business grew by 12.7%. It remains a quarter of our sales, which is very important for us margin-wise. If we look at the profitability, in Q3, we're able to increase profitability versus the previous quarter by 1.5 percentage points. This is due to the increased volume of business, cost savings, some positive currency effects, but also that we're able to pass on higher logistics and material prices, increasing better to our customers. The EBIT margin before exceptional migrants after nine months rose to 4.7%, an increase of more than two percentage points. Our net income for exceptional items amounted to 52.2 million, and the earnings per share for exceptional items came in at 43 Euro cents compared to 22 Euro cents in the same period a year before. So our performance initiatives are increasingly bearing fruit, as you can see, and the healthy margin development over the course of this year. That brings me to my final slide. We now have enough visibility to give you a new outlook for the year 2022. As you may remember, the initial outlook we had to take under review due to the uncertainties of the Ukrainian war. Now we believe we'll see unit sales between 175 and 185,000 Deutsch engines for the full year. This translates into a revenue range of 1.75 to 1.85 billion. We also believe that our adjusted EBIT margin should be in the range of 4.5 to 5%. On the free cash flow side, we now see a negative low to mid double digit million euro amount, mainly driven by the fact they have a significant build of inventories and delays in our supply chain that lead to higher working capital demands. That said, we do target that we will achieve the positive low end of our free cash flow guidance, so rather a low double-digit million amount than a mid-double-digit amount. We'll keep you posted on this. Essentially, this guidance means that outside of the free cash flow guidance, we're in line with the original forecast that we had to take under review. So thank you very much for your attentions. If you have any questions, please give me a call at the Investor Relations Department at Deutz. We're happy to answer all of your requests. And thank you very much, Seat11A, for having us today and letting us present to you. Thank you very much and goodbye.